Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I don't know if I'm okay. I don't see the light of day. Looking up to higher crown, thinking that I'll be your sweet escape. These days gotta schedule the romance. They say that love is a slow dance. A short bike ride to the crib, using no hands out. Did it feel like I'm floating? But I'm falling with both eyes closed when I let the rust spin. Testing the water, she got my nurse tense. Back when I ain't even have a purpose. I was so eager to learn some things. Anxiety bring out the worst of me. Society paint me as enemy. My n***a's making it by that remedy. I'm occasional, don't do it regularly. Backs under my eyes, weighing down heavily. Mama been worried, the devil allegedly deep in the plan. Subconsciously wanted this since I was 10. I thought I was sharp on my scroll and my pen thinking dead. So mama found she did them ledged. She told me that's not who I am. But now these I put on for the fam, see you when I can I'm surrounded by my feelings, I'm stuck on a fabric Well, I bet I perish with 140 acres She want the horse and the carriage, a portion and portion of garbage I talk to the mirror, I know that life's not the fairest I lost my can, I can't pay off the bills with the blessing I sure I relate to the red and page It's feeling like money is everything Money is everything What is good, folks? What is good? Welcome to H&M Live, the final session of H&M Live. This is going to be the sunset, and I think this is no better way to do it than with the guest that I have today. I'm your host, James Hicks from Hicks New Media, and buckle in, folks, because we about to, we about to get into it. Um, an idealist, my definition, is a person who is is guided by more by ideals than by practical considerations. In other words, he's a person or they are a person who cherishes or pursues high or noble principles, purposes, goals, etc. Essentially, they're a person who represents things as they might or should be rather than necessarily how they are. It's a glass half full person instead of a glass half empty person. It's my guest today, Sean Boyd. You know, in the in the content creator and tech space, we call him Doc. And that nickname truly fits what his calling is to this stage of his life journey. He's a creator himself and also serves as the community manager for Ecamm Live, which is the platform of choice for many of us content creators on the Mac platform. You know, he's a teacher, he's a speaker, cheerleader, and encourager of accomplishments while at the same time being the sergeant at arms making you look in the mirror and realize that limiting words, limiting beliefs, limiting actions have no place in your world. Today, we're going to talk about a creator's mindset and maintaining an idealist perspective. Folks, again, buckle in because we about to be blessed. And if you don't have a pen and paper, go get your rocket book right now, because here he is right now. Sean, huh? I brought you on like Steve Harvey, brother. It's the Kings of Comedy. <laughs> I like it. I like you. You wasn't ready for that one, huh? Right now. Yes, sir. 
That's actually, you know, what's crazy is my rocket book is on a little bit of sabbatical for a moment. Not, not. I just wanted to try something out. What you got, man? He's such what a you dope got? supporter, dope supporter in our community. Yeah. So I got the the Mister Michael Hyatt joint. I just picked this up, the Full Focus Planner. Um, this is golden, man. This is really, really cool. So I'm gonna be attending one of his workshops and like, you know. I mean, you know, Mr. Michael is a legend, you know what I mean? So, like, I, I just said, let me cop this just because he's such a great member of our community, always, you know, dropping nuggets in there. So I kind of wanted to support him and check this out. And this is fire, man, so far. That's cool. That's cool. Look, let, let's go ahead and say what's going on to the folks that are jumping in, chiming in. We, we see Mr. James Pollard in the building. We see you, sir. Uh, Dr. Worthy is always in the room. We appreciate you as always. Keely Dunn is here, so I know I better sit up straight and act like I like I got some sense. So shout out to you. Keely is a freaking hero. Let's just love, she, she the one. She the one keeps we'll, me in line we'll, we'll too. Talk about this in a second. She's a hero. Alec Johnson, the man who will make a video for a product before it is shipped and released, and knows what's what's happening. So we we, we good to see you, man. Let's uh, let's get into it, man. Because for my community who may not know who you are, I kind of gave the elevator pitch, but give give the folks who may not know who Sean Boyd is kind of that uh, rundown of what who you are. Uh yeah, you were everyday run of the mill Swiss Army nerd, um, and that was part of the problem. I think you and I sort of come from the same mold. We came up in tech where you just had to know how to do all the myriad things. So. One of the things when I decided to branch out into my own, I realized that as we call it in the military, I was taking the spray and pray, you know, tactic to hitting a target as opposed to going after a target directly with intent and with purpose. And then so I decided to stop doing all the things and kind of focus on, you know, a finite thing. And for me, that finite thing was, it really, this is going to sound crazy, but I take it personal that people are still afraid of tech after tech has been a part of our lives. Those of us, you know, like mid fifties, mm-hmm. it's been a part of our lives since birth. Yeah. You know, but they like to be like, oh, well, you know, the cell phone thing is like new. And these kids is I, I was like, man, cell phones came out in 1968. What are you talking about? <laughs> Like what we got now, granted, Steve brought that to us in 07, yeah. but from 07 to now, do you know how many years that is player? How you still scared? That's true. Like That's I true. can see if it came out in 2020, two years later, you're a little timid, but like, come on now, like cameras and all the stuff that people be hollering about, they scared of, like I take it personal as an, as a nerd, it bothers me because you shouldn't be there at this point. So I am trying to demystify these things for folks so that they can tell their stories. Because the one thing that comes to you after you got about 40 years on you is you got stories that can help somebody else. I don't care what your station in life is. You got something to share that will help somebody else. And we can all do better when we all do better. Ooh, I like, look, we, we dropping nuggets already, folks. Again, told you, get them rocket books, get, get whatever you need to write this down. Let, let, let me ask you this, though, brother, because, right, that's, it, 
I don't know if that's taught or if that's learned or what, but where kind of did that whole forward thinking, speak it into existence kind of mentality come from? Was it from your, your military service? And we appreciate you and thank you for, for that service. Was it from other life experiences or, you know, what kind of go into, into detail in terms of why you are the way that you are? All right. So when, when I was coming up as a little bitty children's, you know, I got told the same thing everybody else got told, right? About what's out there, what's going to get you, what boogeyman's, and you know, children are to be, you know, listen and don't talk, and you know, mm-hmm. children ain't to be heard, adult folks are speaking, like all of this stuff. And you know, at the same token, they push heavily into us education like getting your books on like knowing what you're doing so like i was deep in the books and then so where it became a problem for me when you know i'm the fly on the wall in the living room and like they say grown folks is talking and they talking out their mouth sideways completely about something that's absolutely wrong and like i'm sitting over there like wanting to inject and be like hold on hold on let me explain this to you uh you got that wrong Right. So they were spreading misinformation to each other in the community and taking it, as you know, we say on the East Coast, word is born. Yeah. Because another OG told him and I was like, man, you can't send us to school to learn this, but then don't want to hear us when we try to tell you that, nah, this is not the case. So when I initially enlisted, I enlisted a year early, which means I did basic training in the 11th grade, went back to school, finished up. Okay. And then went back in after. So when I went to, to go to my regular school, you know, they call it a school. I was already an E3, but having spent time away from the block, you know, that first, you know, 52 days of basic training, I came back with a whole new outlook on what it is and what's possible and what can be done. So that put me on a path to like, I'm going to learn as much as I possibly can about, everything yeah you know what i mean like i was a straight a student but that straight a student came from butt whippings that didn't come from i wanted to do that it was like beating to me when i came back from basic i wanted to do that yeah like i had i had found out that you know being the smart kid wasn't bad you know we used to get you know called names in the block you know right, professor right. encyclopedia blount like all these things like and then i realized and kids you are guys terrible are too like, right kids are you know kids what i'm saying horrible, yeah you taking you taking pride in being the ding dong like I don't get that right so I tried to instill just in my friends on the block it's okay to be educated and don't get it twisted I'm still thug enough to knock you out bring your <laughs> bring your hand pots over here I see you home to your mama um, but it was my initial thing was just teaching my friends on the block before I left you know for for the military that it's okay to be smart and still handle your business. So that put me on a mission to try to make sure that people had the confidence to be okay with being smart. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is key. And and continuing learning is also relevant as well. So let's bring that to today. Let's talk about professional uh, careers. Uh, Those of us that are entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, content creators, you know, whatever you want to classify us as. Why do you think there it's such a struggle? Look, every week I'm in class with you when when I do make it and when I'm not sitting underneath the squat rack or something. But every time you you have a discussion, there seems to be a lot of emphasis on why folks are in their own way. Right. Why, why do you think that 
being an idealist, being someone who, again, is the glass half full versus glass empty or not wanting to progress when they know, when they know that they can do what they can do, as opposed to listening to those limiting thoughts, listening to those limiting beliefs and worrying about stuff that's out of their control. Why do you think that's the predominant um, mindset instead of folks looking at themselves in the mirror and say, yeah, I can do this. I know I can do this. I'm conf- I know the material, right? All, I, all, all I'm going to do now is turn on some lights and press record, but I know what I'm talking about. Why do you think that's so difficult for people to, to grasp that? Purpose. Uh-oh. Keep going. That's it. Purpose. Purpose is analgesic. Mm. When you have your purpose, there is no pain, right? Do you know why, like, uh, Mike Tyson could go and spar every day with, before he became Mike Tyson and took all of them clunks in the head to do what he had to do or how you know, many thousands and thousands and thousands of laps Michael Phelps had to put on in between his joints uh, in order to uh, become 22 Olympic gold medals. He knew what his purpose was. When you know your purpose, purpose is analgesic. You know what I mean? Josh Jacobs know he want to get these yards. So he go out there and take a butt whip it every Sunday. Can't walk till Wednesday. But he taking it because he wants to be the best running back in Raiders history. Yeah. Right. So when you know your purpose, the the things that you guys are calling pain, which don't physically hurt, which pisses me off. Right. If it physically hurt, like I kind of understand. I'm old. My joints hurt. But (laughs) y'all talking about stuff that don't even hurt. You know, like like uh, AI. Y'all talking about practice. Dang, you know what I mean? Talk, like, oh, he gonna talk about AI. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I have you know fear of being on. This camera cannot, it can't touch you. Like there's no arms, there's no hands, no bullets, no Nathan. Like it can't do nothing to you. It is a piece of metal and uh, glass. What is it finna do to you? You know what I'm saying? Like again, maybe it's different when you come from the block and you had little kids that would rob you blind. But there's nothing that this stuff can do to you. So. When you when you understand your purpose, you're not afraid to fail because, you know, mm. you'll dust off and try again. Okay. When you understand your purpose, you're not afraid to look foolish. Steve, my old boss, was not afraid to look foolish. As a matter of fact, he told us every meeting, stay foolish. Yeah. Foolish people be the one who come up with ideas. Foolish people say, let's get in the boat and keep going that way because this joint ain't exactly flat. Y'all think it's flat, but it can't be flat. My calculations don't match. Let's get in this boat. So, you know, Chris and a couple of his crew, they jumped in the boat. They went that way. They're like, no, nah, play it's not flat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, we back. And then he became one of the richest cats because, you know, everybody else was sitting over there scared, listening to each other talk a bunch of wolf mess to themselves. <laughs> and then, you know, Chris got on a boat. And then he went down. Next that thing way. you know. Next thing. What, what, what's now crazy is a holiday and car sales. And, oh, you know, see, there, kicks, there you go now. No, 30% off. There, Sorry. there you go. See, you, you're going on a tangent there. <laughs> no, but that's all. <laughs> Sorry. No, you, you bring up something interesting because for folks who don't know, yeah, me, me and Doc both worked at, at Apple. I, I've got Steve's Crazy Ones uh, speech literally in front of me, and I look at it every day. I walk into the studio. I've, I've got my. Stay Apple management program. Hungry, uh, hold on. Let me hold on. I, I, I keep it close, right? My Apple. Oh, ho- hold on. Golly. You know, all these cameras. There, there you go. My Apple there management program uh, graduation plaque there. I had 
my a infamous one-on-one with Steve at Infinite Loop one time. I was coming out of the building. He was walking in. I didn't see him. He's much shorter. He was much shorter than I am. I I damn near knocked the man down. I uh, had to help pick him up. We got we had that little look and that little exchange. And and the the myth was or the the rumor was if you were in an elevator with Jobs and he asked you the question, "What is it that you do for the company?" and if he didn't like what you said, in theory, by the time you got off the elevator, you would no longer have a job. So I was yep, sweating. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I never uh, had that conversation with him. I still maintain my role. But, yeah, I had my one on one with Mr. Jobs that, that day, which I will never forget. But, you know, I, I think working for that company, working for the coolest company on the planet at the time. And I, I still call it the cool, even though where I am now and, you know, and where you where you're employed, you can shout out to them, too. But, you know, working for them and working in that culture, being around folks who are are forward thinking, who are literally trying, well, not literally, but quite figuratively trying to put a dent in the universe. Again, that's a, that's a job statement right there. That forces you being around folks that are like minded, folks that are forward thinking, folks that are positive in nature. When you when you surround yourself with those types of people, when you surround yourself with community, y'all see where I'm coming with this. Right. So this man right here started out in the monologue. You, you, you like what we're doing here, man? You like what we, you know, the community manager, make, making sure folks are staying focused and locked in on, on purpose, staying focused and staying locked in on what they want to do and knowing that they can do it. Having that class every every week, encouraging people to get out of a comfort zone. Um, how how kind of has has this viewpoint maybe affected you? Maybe even on a personal level, right? I mean, are you hundred percent? Okay, okay, hundred percent. The 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 concept. Okay, Go ahead we we grow up with we we grow up with this mentality of there's a certain thoroughness to being able to do everything on your own, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but uh, what you don't want to be is in the water trying to battle the shark by yourself. You want a couple folks. Y'all can keep it distracted. Nobody gets ate. You out there by yourself, yo, you become shark sandwich. Game over. Yeah. Right? So one of the, I guess the blessings of the military was learning what the power of, you know, on mass equals, like what, you know, force majeure is, right? Have everybody out there helping you. Mm -hmm. And getting over, selfish is a dangerous word, bro. Because people that do it don't even realize they're doing it. There's folks out here right now got that leather King James gold wrapped all the way around the edge. Think they not selfish, do selfish stuff on the regular basis. Haven't, haven't opened it up yet. Just look, just looking at it. Uh, have it on, on, the, uh, on the kitchen hey, table. Hey, honestly, there's cats out here that open it every week and do sermons every week and well, they're still selfish. Because they haven't really took time to understand what selfish is. Being selfless is probably one of the hardest things you will ever do. But once you learn it, you will live it. You just, you just cannot help it. It's what it is. And I think one of my blessings was going to Japan. Yeah. Right. Like I can give you a simple example of their selflessness. That's ours. Completely different. In Japan. Well, I'll start with here. Over here. If we was to go to the food court right now, Right. You got your little plate. You went, you know, maybe got you a half chicken leg and some some rice, whatever. You sit down at your table. Um, I'm going to say, you know what, James, I'm going to eat something different. I'm going to pick up, you know, like a subway or whatever. When I come to sit down at the table, 
because of our male pride or whatever dumb stuff in a table like we had in school cafeteria that six six at one end six on the next end you'll sit on the bottom outside one and i'll sit on the bottom inside one by the crack right that leaves four uh four stools completely unoccupied even when we're just going to eat lunch together just the two of us Mm -hmm. in japan they never not backfill in the hole because we've been taught here, you in my personal space. Yeah. It's not personal space when there's three, you know, 388 million of yeah. us. Sorry, man, your 24 inches is now 12. Y'all the ones that want to have all them kids, you know? So it's funny, but like now everybody still be like, oh, so-and-so is in my personal. I get social distancing now, but pre the, pre the situation, you know, do you never go into a movie theater in Japan and then have James sit on the end and me sit four seats away from him. We leave that whole inside open. So we got room for our popcorn and our bag and whatever. You just don't do stuff like that. And we have all been late, especially if you black, you've been to the movie last and you're looking for seats and you can't get two seats together and fools will look at you. All you got to do is get up and move. And it will just look at you like, damn, should have been here earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Done that, that. That's what I'm saying. Like that, the kind of petite selfishness that we do on a daily basis, snatching parking spaces, cutting folks off in traffic, wow. like all of the other, that petite Make selfishness, it, plain, it, it lives in our entire existence here in the U.S. When I went to Japan and I saw that folks didn't do that, I was like, oh, yeah, I consider myself a very giving, unselfish person. When I got it put in my face, nah, player, you selfish too. I was like, I had to put a stop to it. I can't. I made yeah. necessary adjustments. You know. Now, now, where were you? Because I was in, I was in Okinawa, um, which is island right, right off the coast, seventy mile long island, right, right off the mainland. And I was there for three years. Uh, we were at Kadena Air Force Base. Were you, were Dude, you on the my, mainland? My, my in laws' house is about three miles from Kadena. They're right. in Chitan in Agena, Brother, right look, by Agena Castle. You know, over there by the Naha roller skating ring because that's where. Well, yeah, Gushikau, Gushikau, you don't, you don't know about. to want to be the Tibario Sasayo. I speak Japanese and Okinawa. Most people don't know there's a difference. Yeah, there is true. There is a difference, man. <laughs> yeah, that's like Puerto Ricans and Mexicans. Yes, we both speak Spanish, but I think it's a little bit different, folks. Um, yeah, so. I was in college. I was in Tokyo proper, just outside in the country a little bit, like the suburbs of Tokyo. Um, so, yeah, it's a thing. And again, even when you go to someplace, you know, beautiful like Okinawa, man, like you see it, the generosity, the way people treat you, the fact that if you were to drop something, somebody would pick it up and hand it right back to you. Over here, people are going to drop it and yeah. inspect it to see if it's valuable yeah. before they hand it to you or whatever. Or like, you know, picking up somebody else's trash, not a thing. You just do it. Like over here, that wasn't mine. Step right over it and then go home and complain about how dirty the city is. So, so, so that's a, that's a, I'm going to interrupt just because, because I want to get in this. And, and, and Keely, you, you had an interesting statement that I'm, I'm going to bring it back up. Um, that's a cultural thing, right? And, and it just makes sense that, you know, you, you got to get stamps in the passport, right, folks? You, you, you got to, you got to move and, and, and be mobile across this planet and across this globe so you know and respect what you got, right? You, you know what you got good. You don't, you don't know what you have good until you go out there and see something else. So mm-hmm. why is it that at home we are, we are the way you're, you're, you're stating, right? We're selfish instead of selfless when we go to these other countries who either 
I'm not going to say third world, but or, or just have different cultures, different upbringing. But there, there seems to be more of a nuclear family unit, right? There seems to be more focus on collaboration, more more focus family on, on, on family and, and cooperative types of upbringing and things of that nature. Why is that not here? And, and why is that something that, again, you have to, and I'm, I'm going to put you on, on the pedestal here, I'll put you on the spot, that you have to struggle with every single time that you go live, again, telling folks that, look, again, get out of your way. Right. Make sure that you I mean you've got it in you to, to progress and be, be be great. Right. Move with intent and purpose. You got it on a shirt. I'm going to pull up the site in a minute. But again, why is that such a, a constant struggle, you think, talking to folks around the block here? Because we love to be the one to tell somebody else what they messing up. Right. But won't do that same fitness check on ourselves. Ooh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's just again part of our culture, right? Like, uh, just look at the news right now. Like, all of the people on the elephant side is telling all the people on the donkey side about all the stuff they're doing wrong, but they just did it. You know, like, like recently the one that's cracking me up is I thought it was funny. Yo, Joe had enough of this dude asking them silly questions. I would have done the same thing. I'd have been like, you are stupid. <laughs> you know, he said that. And they're like, oh, look at him, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if you go back and look at your mans from a couple of months back, that was daily basis for him. And he'd be like that to females, not even to another dude. Yeah. And y- oh, y'all were cool with it then. And like, oh, no, they're just making too much of it. You know how he is. That's just, you know, cutting in them. That's how they is, right? Oh, then Joe said something stupid. And again, it's not even about religion. It's about how we love, I mean, not religion, about politics. About, it's yeah. about how we love to talk X, Y, Z about somebody else. You know, it's like me sitting over here talking about James. You'll be up in your streams with your hat all crooked and whatnot. <laughs> Ain't nobody listening to you while your hat crooked, son. And then... Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. funny. It's mad funny. That's just the kind of stuff that we do. And again, it's a cultural thing. And I mentioned this the other day and it might cause some fights and I don't really care. I'm here for it because I'm down to have a philosophical it's conversation right. with anybody right, any day. I think that the reason why we are so binary and we hold silos is because in the U.S., we consider everybody and I don't mean we like me and you, I mean, just the general populace from our upbringing with the Puritans, we considered everybody who wasn't going to be God fan Christian person to be the opposite. So for those people, Mm. they think the opposite of Christianity is godlessness or Satan. So that worked its way into everything in our culture. Mac pieces versus PC. Right. That conversation gets down to which one is bad and which one is good. No, it's which one is the right tool for what you need to do. It's not a conversation of bad or good. So we turned everything Ford and Chevy, you know, Trans Am and Camaro, Sony, PlayStation, Raiders, Patriots. Nah, Patriots is bad. Um, See, there you go. You know, like, yeah, you're going to make people mad. All (laughs) of these conversations into extremely binary talk. And I swear it came from us taking that. I mean, if you think about it back in the day before they decided to be a little bit more inclusive, they would even cut out some other white folks because they weren't the exact, you know, um, Lutheran. That they, as a matter of fact, they was again Lutheran back in the day, right? You you had to be Puritan, Puritan, mm-hmm. right? Anything else was considered wrong. Then Martin Luther came in and made some changes and got people adjusted, and we started building these. We bifurcated even Christianity. 
like so that is our culture it's not like that in other countries i mean they just don't do it like nobody in japan goes your boot is your shinto we can't talk don't even think like that. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that a culture, as you were saying, that 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 is so much shorter than any of these other places is is so splintered. Right. We we're, started we're, with wealth. That's why yeah. we started with yep. wealth. And so starting with wealth allowed us to start with greed. And we've never had a situation where people really had to band together to make it work. There's 1929 through like 32, but that's short when you consider, right? You know, I got people over here that, that think we're 248 some odd years old and we mm. think we gangsters. Yeah. Like yeah, when I'm on. a Japanese history major, yo, I study stuff 15,000 years old. And I got friends here to be like, there can't be 15,000 years of history. Why? Well, because Christ is only 2036. I'm like, bro, I know you know about the Bible, the Old Testament. There's a whole section <laughs> before him, right? And they're like, what? You know, so again, we get caught in just, we get caught in some very tunnely vision thinking, but you get that because people, like you said, people don't passport. Yeah. You know, when you go to Anchor Watt and you stand in something that is literally 5,000 years old and you're like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. You, you, I want, I want to go stay with that. And I, I want to be cognizant of the community because uh, what, what, we've got a lot of folks here that know you from from one world. Right. Know you from the technology space and know, know you from kind of the YouTube world, things like that. But we you know, we, we haven't done any channel reviews. We we haven't talked about any camera. We haven't talked about any lights yet. We we, we, we go in much, much deeper. And I, I want to be cognizant even of this statement here that came up from Keeley here, you know, it's more than just stamps in a passport. Resorts and beautiful locales teach you nothing. Correct. That's that, factual. That <laughs> That's the one right there. That I start, you know, that's it right there, right? You, you've got to appreciate and, and experience and educate yourself on first what you have here. Again, kind of, as I said, be appreciative and, and, and knowledgeable of what you have at home. Then go see and experience it somewhere else and hear about it from the locals. Don't just go to, I don't, know, I don't, I don't need it, but don't go to the McDonald's in, in, in China and think that you're going to get real authentic uh, cuisine and experiences go out there and, and live amongst and be amongst and integrate and, and, and collaborate with, with the locals. So you can actually, uh, be a part of that culture. Alec Johnson living in Thailand, right? Left, left the U S left the country, left the States and, and living there, uh, brought up his family there and, and probably won't come back, probably won't come back. Right? Oh, he ain't going back. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't lost Alec. Yeah, he, hey, if he, it was he, up to me, I probably would have never came back from Japan. Is that right? Honestly, I can't I agree. I want, I want to go back, but uh, as you recall, probably a few years ago, there were some issues with some, some, uh, some enlisted folks that caused some problems uh, out there in, in the streets. So I, it's, not, it's not a good time to take my family there right now because Americans are, are looked at with definite side eye. But yeah, I, I agree, man. There's, it's one of the handful of places as a favorite of mine on this planet. And to experience that, to be there and to, it's, it's like that a lot of places though, traveling. And, yeah, and again, like I'll, I'll just be responsible or respective of what Keely was saying. Right, just again, not just staying at the, uh, where, where is it? The planet Hollywood or the, <laughs> or, or the, I don't know the Hilton Resort. Four season but. in them joints, like yeah, because you can get a faucet. Dude, even coming here, right? 
like this is our own country, right? People forget that sometimes. But when I got off the plane as a, as a as a young cat, and I'm like looking around, and I'm like, man, there's a lot of cars out here. Yeah. Oh man, there's a lot of buildings. I don't know. I thought I thought I was fitting to see some Gilligan's Island joint. Wow. You know what I mean? Man. It wasn't even close. And uh, so yeah, like people come here, and but I've also seen tourists stand right here and be like, well, we don't do stuff like that back in America. And we look at them like, what? How many stars in the flag? And they go, 50. That's a stupid question. Which number star are we? Huh? Yeah, we're a state, idiot. It's not a different country. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, this is America. Clown. But, I mean, literally, people just do stuff like that. Because, again, yeah, for, for us to be as baby as we are, Paul said it, we're infants compared to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that lack of culture also gives us somewhat of a lack of perspective. It gave us a dominance when just making new stuff was key. It allowed us to be top of the food chain for a while. Now making new stuff is not key because everybody can make new stuff. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. And then, so now we lost what was our, which was our, you know, unique selling point, if you will. Having this conversation repeatedly, I, I'm going to ask you a personal question. Does it get, I, it's a question. It's a conversation needs to happen. And I tend to always a lot of times have these awkward conversations with, with my community. Does it get tiring? Does it, does it, does it, how how do you raise yourself up to again, continue to educate and communicate and have essentially the same conversation a lot of times? I mean, where does just too much become too much? When, when, when do you get tired? What, what's the feel that keeps you, you know, today's Thursday, you're going to have the same conversation about whatever, about limiting thoughts, limiting beliefs, limiting factors. Friday is going to hit you again. Monday. I mean, I mean, how, how do you, Oh, Saturday, it'll be well, three hours. See, they, <laughs> oh, see now he putting it out there in the streets, folks. Y'all better come correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it sounds funny and I'm not going to dead record it, but purpose is analgesic. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't need these giant balls of Motrin when you got purpose. I need it because I got metal legs. <laughs> but uh, yeah, purpose is analgesic. Like, I don't mind doing it because I have watched care folks grow. And and again, I, I picked on uh, Keely earlier and I said that Keely's a hero because she is, right? Um, I remember where she was when she came into the crew and then I see where she is now and then had this crazy idea at the beginning of the month, I was going to move the Facebook community over to discord. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Keely was like, hold my maple syrup beer. And then, so I held it in this show. She blessed that server. That server <laughs> looks like the four seasons. Now you come into my discord. It is glorious. And that's all Keely. Yeah. Right. You know, so again, when you know what you want to do and you, you go into it with the mindset that it's fitting to get done. Sometimes you gotta, you know, lean on, you know, not, not to get on a bill with this trip, but, uh, I was like, stuck. Young, young folks don't like, know. I got that you. just went over to some of the young folks head right there. So. Oh, lean on me. Sorry. Anyway. So, uh, you know, I was like, okay, Keely, all you, I gave her the keys. I'm like, I'm gonna leave. I come back. It was like trading spaces. Yo. I, I came back and it was, it was, dope. you know, I'm messing with you, Dana. <laughs> Dana's another one. Yeah, no, it's good. The, good folks. I'm gonna be talking to him in a couple of weeks. So, I mean, and, and that's, and that's telling as well, right? The fact that you are willing to, to let go, to, to, to trust in, in, 
in the community, trust in folks to help build your environment, help build the, the community and, and, make, and make it better and make it stronger as well. So that, I mean, that's telling as well. I guess that that's kind of where I want to want to go into as well, kind of actionable steps and tasks maybe that people can do really to raise above the noise, get out of their own way. And again, start thinking about more glass half full as opposed to glass empty, right? Being, being purposeful, being intentful. Being oh, I wanted, to, I wanted to fix your face on that. Hold up. What's See, cause you, I'm, I'm, I'm not a glass half full person or okay. a glass half empty person. Make it plain. Cause brother. I am, a, I am a realist. Okay. The glass is full, period. <laughs> if you got to get into talking. your physics, if you need a physics degree to figure that one out, cool. I got you. All right, here we go. Here we go. This this is half full with water, but the other half is full of air. It's impossible for this to be empty because in the vacuum with these side walls, it would collapse. This bottle can't be empty. So it's always full, right? So your opportunities, your mindset is always full. It's just a matter of whether it's full with the negative, the emptiness, the void, the air, or if it's full with the water, the substance, the lifeblood, the, the, the breathe, the energy, right? The kava, as we say here, this is the life force, right? So yeah. with, and you, you do, you go ahead, do your has glad full, has glad well, empty. Well, so so let me, let me, let me ask you this. Which one, which one do you full. focus on? Which one do you focus on though, right? Are you focusing on the water piece? Or are you focusing on, on the air piece? I, I guess. Let oh, me, I let spend me... so little time focusing on the negativity. That's just not. There we go. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm picking spend... at scabs. I'm, I'm, I'm leading you into some, some of these questions. I hope you know that. No, though. I just spend so little yeah. time focusing on negativity. Like I, I used to get twisted over stuff like that. Right. Yeah. I, I remember back in the day, I got my brand new, just came home from Japan, hadn't drove for like a year, got my brand new M3, rolled to the mall, parked that joint. I'm working at Apple, right? I come out, I get ready to get in the whip. The kid next door is mom's Volvo, getting ready to get out. And he got the car door, bam, 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 oh. bam, trying to get his mom to come and get him out the out the seatbelt because he kind of tangled. And he is banging the door of the Volvo against the M3. That's At that moment in yeah. time in my life, yeah. I kind of wanted to peel a little bitty children and I was going off. And then she gave me, you know, what would be classified as a Karen statement today. She goes, it's just the car. And I was like, <laughs> lady, I don't know about what you say. That's not just a car. That, that is an ultimate driving machine. Like it yeah. says so right on the commercial. It is not just a car. To me, that was my life. That yeah. was my everything or whatever. And I was super irritated and super pissed. But then I remember, yo, cousin owns a body shop and he fixes all of the stuff at BMW. And then even when I just took it in, they just fixed it. It's flawless. Like no biggie. And it was just like, all right, cool. Just let it go. What, you know, what off of a frog's back. And it's like, yo, I could have been my life. You know, I think things like the pandemic or things like, you know, do a couple of tours, whatever, lets you understand that there's just way more important things. You know what I'm saying? As, as you turn 50, you start losing friends just because of age. You, you understand. So like, again, yeah. why people out here tripping, I can't get my GoPro to connect the ECAM. And this, this is the worst experience of my life. 
And I was like, well, you need some more life plan because, <laughs> hey, that ain't the worst experience. That's not even close. You, you got some things on your mind, huh? You got some things on your mind. I, I, no, I, 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 I want to. I just laugh at the stuff that people heat up over. Like I love it. Like I love it. life is short, player. Life is way short. Too, too short. And I, I want to wrap that segment up with with kind of say life more. is too short. You know what? A, uh, my musical Tourette's would kick in. I'm not. We, I'm not going to put that on. I don't. I don't have him queued up. I got some other music queued up. But there, there was a comment that came in that kind of uh, puts up in a nice bow what we were just talking about. Sometimes you need a drink. Sometimes you need a breath of air. Dana coming through oh. with uh, with some realists right there. That that's really what, what's going on right there. And we see uh, folks are resonating with that statement right there. Let me pivot just a little bit. Dana's correct. You know, let me pivot a little bit and ask you about mindset. Let me pivot a little bit and ask you about again how you approach your daily activities and your daily lives. Well, we we've talked about Iggy guy before. Right. This 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 infographic, this graphic, folks, really is this this resonates. And I think it resonates with with me as well as much as it does with you, just because, again, we've both lived there. We've we've lived in the land in in Japan where where this this is this is core. It actually comes from Okinawa. Japanese stole it, as they tend to do to Okinawa. But Mm -hmm. uh, it is actually from Okinawa. Yeah. Um, and, and again, so there you go. I, look, I lived on Camp Butler right outside of Leicester. Uh, uh, dad worked at Kadena. So, so we've been there. So I, I know that I, I got my driver's license on the other side of the car, driving a manual, <laughs> you know, other side of the road. That, so <laughs> there we go. There, there we go. Talk to the folks. Explain this concept for folks who, who may be sitting in the back of the room. Um, yeah, so you take something that you're good at, right? And maybe it's conversation, maybe it's communication or whatever. And then you hear people say this all the time. I love people. I love talking to people. I love hearing their story, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. Cool. You got two things covered, right? And then it's like we're having a time where people are needing to find themselves. People need to reinvent themselves. People need to get that heat off their chest. Mm. All right. So now we got three covered, right? You're good at, you're good at communicating. You love talking to people and hearing their story and the world is feeling a little bit for Klimt and people need a release. Oh, there's three. Boom. Start your podcast, bringing in interviews of general folks out there, whatever, and you start to grow. Now, in the process of doing that, you find you really, really love that. So you just took what you were good at and what you love, and there you found the passion. You found the passion is in interviewing these people. All right, so now I need to do this on purpose. Now I need to do this to help veterans heal. Now I need to do this to help outdoors people who've been in a corporate space, reconnect with outdoors. Now I need to do this to help people of, of over a certain age realize that their unique selling feature is their age. It is not tech mm. is hard. I'm coming at this late. This is a young person's game. No, you got experience. Yeah. Young people out here teaching other people about business, been in business for four years. What the? They teaching you. You've been in business for 40 years or you've worked for 30 and realized how much it sucked. And then you've been in business for the last five and you done pulled in numbers, which rogue regular folks would just trip over. Yeah. Okay. Now you done found your mention. 
right? So when you take all three of those, your profession, your passion, your mention, your love, your needs, and you work that into the product, that product is your vocation. That's where the term vocation is in vocation, right? That's where the vocation comes from. I don't know how everybody thought it meant go to school to learn to be a carpenter. That's when the school system adopted the word, they screwed it up. But, you know, all of my pious people know what the actual vocation is. Keep preaching, right? Keep preaching. So it's funny because I'm the atheist. I always got to know. And I I laugh. I have to look to the side every day. (laughs) When, when I, say I, that, I always I always have to school the pious folks because they again they caught up in blinders yeah. right they don't be trying to see both sides of the fence yeah. so once you got all those things it turns out you can get paid to do all of that mm. right and then once you figured that out you figured out the holy grail and so all of us people that do it we tell all the other people that suck in on the nine to five, be like, yo, man, I get paid to do exactly what I love. Yeah. Right. I get paid to do what I love when I'm not doing what I love because I'm getting paid in my sleep. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Somebody just ordered some nan lights today. I got paid. Next thing you know, <laughs> residual. Residual. Shout right. Out to and the then it, it, be, it becomes whatever. Now, here's the thing. When you could do all of the above, it is extremely fulfilling, yeah. right? Our country has been taught to push success. And success, to me, can eat an eggplant emoji, right? It is not what it is. I am here to teach you about fulfillment. Because, again, purpose is analgesic, when you're doing stuff on purpose, fully intended, don't nothing hurt. It don't hurt to come on camera. It don't hurt to cry. It don't hurt to mess up and make a fool out yourself in front of your whole crew. Now, I Again, water off a frog's back, yeah. right? But when you're fulfillment, wait, maybe I got to help folks. because they might. I hear that word all the time. What the hell does that mean? Because you know me, I hate when people use words they don't know what the hell they're talking about. All right? So fulfillment is when you are living exactly what you're made for. I woke up like this. I woke up to slap the taste out your mouth and make you realize you are a dope human being. You have something to give. You can heal other people by sharing and stop having that scarcity mentality. Right. I woke up like this. So I am fulfilled. Every time I see Keely win or Steve Worthy starting his podcast or live or you, when I see the people that I've had some hand in it and I see them growing, that's my fulfillment. Okay. Success without fulfillment is the ultimate bomba clot failure. Mm. Can't hang with the big dog. Stay on the porch. Blow the whistle. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Look, I got buttons over here too, man. I can get some of these tricks. <laughs> Let's, let's, so is. so so pause. I mean, I, I want folks to to, to digest that because that, that that was a whole whole lot of lot of gems showering down and hitting you on the top of the dome. Um, just kind of as I started, and for, so first and foremost, I appreciate you for going into that and to going into so, so much detail about this concept that really I think I think more more folks should live by or should adopt at least principles of this, but. Yeah, you know, at the beginning of the monologue, I, I called you the sergeant of arms that helps uh, keep folks off of that path of limiting thoughts, limiting beliefs, limiting limiting uh, actions, things of that nature. And 
we brought it back to a handful of the folks that are in, in the audience right now who are content creators, but everyone has their calling, their purpose, their, their direction in life. It could be professional. It could, be, it could be personal. Yes. The things that we've talked about today, folks really resonate irregardless of what you're doing. So don't, don't just put us in, don't just put this in the bucket and say, Oh, he's just talking about people that are on YouTube and people that are doing podcasts. No, you no. know what? Step, people step do back. that. Open man. your mind. They do, right? they Open do your that mind. out of fear. Yeah. People do that out of fear. Like I can, I could have gave you this entire situation as an athlete, yeah. I can give you this entire situation as an artist, as a musician, as a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker, like whatever, like a- anybody can do this. You know what I'm saying? And when you see these people who are artisans that are growing that like freaking gigantic daikon and it's perfectly straight, no crooked in the flavor and it's just mad juicy. You understand why they do that? Their family farm becomes famous for growing the best grapes or the best. You go to San Maslano and you see them grow tomatoes. This is them. This is their life in tomatoes. And they're like, yo, we get a kick out of it when we see a can in a TV show from a different country. And they're talking about these tomatoes, (laughs) the best in the world. Don't even bother trying to use the low budget joints. If you're going to make this recipe, use San Marzano. Yeah. Yeah. They like, they like dust off the show. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought it back because you're, it does fit. And I think people get it twisted. They think it has to do with just like content, but yo, this is business in general. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You, you, you blessed us. I'm a, I'm a ask this Well, I'm gonna bring this one comment up that was asked by the community just now as well. Mr. Mr. Worthy is saying, Hey man, where creator 50 at, I, you know, I'm subscribed to it. I'm looking for some more episodes too. I just, it's funny. I had this conversation with India last night. Um, definitely ready to bring it back. Uh, I was on full fledged running, running, running. Yeah. And, I'll tell you my block. And like I said, you know, again, uh, pain is pain, but purpose is analgesic, right? The last soul I was editing, I recorded it live. I was sitting there with Rich and Johnny, Johnny 3E. Um, we was recording it in the Ecamm group. and I'm oh, sorry, in the Let's Get Live Facebook group. And I finished that recording. And then I started chopping it up to edit. And then I got the phone call from my brother to uh, run upstairs to my pops Mm. and I just have a every time I open the script right Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. I have the flashback of going to see my pops sitting in the chair you know like motionless lifeless Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. so yeah on the real like every time I open the script right now it F's with me yeah (laughs) so yeah um but he would be pissed at me for putting that much time and space between it. He'd have been like, man, get your butt back in there. So like I'm coming to that grips. Yeah. And you know, I can't let that be the reminder for me because I have way too many dopa reminders, you know, of what half of the stuff I'm teaching you guys about lighting and sound and all of that. June and I learned that from pops, you know what I'm saying? So Rich actually pulled my chain and Rich was like, you should let that shine. Cause I was going to just bury that episode. And Rich was like, nah, man, you should let that shine because your pops would have wanted you to. Yeah. So I get, I lean on my people. 
you know? So, hey, That's thanks to Rich. Uh, you know, he, he told me this like, like, like last week or whatever. And I talked to Indy a little bit yesterday and then Indy is like, no player, make it happen. And so, you know, is what it is. Gotcha. So I'll, I'll put that one back out and then, uh, dedicate it to pops. Love it. Love it. Appreciate you for, for sharing that with us. Uh, you know, some folks knew, but, you know, just being vulnerable and sharing that with, with, with us here on, on this session. Look, brother, hey, Mike. you know, Real quick, um, I don't want to waste your time or anything, but real quick, Come I think on, that's man. another reason why I have a different perspective because I did have a, a Korean dad that adopted me when I was a knucklehead teenager and straightened me out. So I got a chance to have three disparate cultures. So I already knew the differences in cultures. It made me more forgiving or more understanding of what other people had or what they did. You know what I mean? So like, it's really weird because I'm only adopted, but like I take the Asian jokes personal sometimes because I grew up, I grew up with that, you know? So I'm like, you know, and I, I find it funny, you know, like last year at some point in, especially like in New York and stuff, people was doing the whole like hate, the Asian hate thing. And I'm like, you a hip hop person. How are you going to be like that? Because mm. we don't exist without rolling. We just don't. Without rolling in Panasonic, we That's do not true. exist. There is no hip hop. <laughs> so how true. are you going to be like that, love? Huh? Wow. God, there you go again. Make, making it plain. Listen, folks. Again, got another. I I, I was raised. Uh, I believe uh, my mom is still online. I saw my dad come online, but you know, my, I my, saw your mom's earlier. Yeah. Uh, my 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 mother, and my grandmother always told me to give people their flowers while you can. Right. And and I've I've told you this behind the scenes. You're you are incredibly incredibly valuable. Right? Your 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 insight, your your truthfulness, your vulnerability, your uh will, willingness to to put in the work when you don't have to put in the work. Your 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 willingness to grow and build community and and really see others shine, which is how you shine. That that doesn't go unnoticed, man. All right, so I wanted wanted you to know that you that you really are beyond good people, right? You you really are kind of a shining beacon. You you are all all the the positive adjectives, and, and you know we all got our flaws, but man, you 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 definitely you definitely one of the cool kids on the block, right? So I just wanted to let you know that publicly that we appreciate you for everything that you do. Uh, not just in the ecam community yeah that's 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 your job that's your day job but you know what outside of what you do around that the fact that you reach out to folks after hours it's the fact that you hit people up on whatsapp or skype you know whatever the case may be and make sure that folks are good right per, uh, personally professionally emotionally all of those so i want to i want to throw that out there to you man give you these flowers man and and at the- thank you man i appreciate you know sometimes it uh sometimes it's easy to forget yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I, I appreciate it. And you just gave me a dope idea for another thing for my pad. I got to add the Asha. You shine. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and chop that up today. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm going to add it to my pad. I'm through well, with I'm you. Man. Up on fire, man. <laughs> I'm through with you, man. Hey, folks who don't know, doc, tell, tell the folks where they can find you, man. I'm going to put it on the man, screen, but tell, tell you the, can tell find me all over the interwebs <laughs> at, D-O-C-R-O-C-K, pretty much the YouTube channel, the whole nine yards. I am working feverishly on getting the blog space back together. And I just moved over the community to Discord. So that's a thing. 
and I am also um, starting up the expanding the membership, and that's on CreatorCoach.life. Man, you out there in them streets, brother? Man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do the work. Somebody gotta do it. Somebody, somebody <laughs> so, gotta do it. We out here trying you know, to do it. Let's 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 stay focused. Let's dude, do it. We I we, love we, it. we gotta do. Man, get you some, get you some. I tell you, hold on. I saw, I saw it yesterday. I have it pinned. Yeah. I definitely seen it yesterday. And then I was like, oh, Sylvia Fitness sent out this box for this thing that we're doing for Ecamm. So I'm gonna just go ahead and tell her just to throw that one in there too. So I just go. I put in my order today because I, I like. I, that. I tell you what, she she online right here, Sylvia. Uh, I we, see her. We, we we gonna do another box. I, I, this guy, hold on, that guy right there. We're gonna do another one of them, one of them special boxes for for this man right here. How about you know, that? Sylvia's on. Sylvia, man, they are such a blessing. Yeah. I honestly, in the very beginning, when I wasn't sure what I was doing or whatever, but I just knew I wanted to do it. Seriously, one of the first people that put the gas on the fire was the Nixons, and they just they kind of held trigger like yo they showed love in the community you know when people say i have rediscovered faith in humanity i never really lost it but they're a good reminder of what faith in the community be like yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and so when she calls me with her little giggly self and it's like doc i gotta show you something really cool yo i love those phone calls i live for those phone calls <laughs> and then even karen is like every time you talk to them you just be giggling when you're done i'm like because they be doing magic in the background like every time i talk to them i end up with action items so you know i, I don't know my, my conversations you know i'll I be getting i'll be getting told to early in the morning because you know they three hours ahead of me so i'm like Sylvia called me oh yeah every time i talk to Syl, it's like some god awful time and i'm like why is she not asleep yet Man. but then i realized we are opposite sides of the calendar i got i got <laughs> google docs and apple notes i got action items that i still need to follow up on so let me let me get to my homework man i'm a i'm gonna like be cognizant says, stay focused man <laughs> right. You're going to get a box, man. I appreciate it. Let me, I, I know you got things on the calendar today. Uh, I was, uh, I'm using the new beta. So the beta that just released like 20 minutes before we launched. So I'm glad that fixed a couple of things I was working on. So shouts out go. to that and the team. Um, I like it. Right, be good. Be, be good. You, 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 you brought it today and, and we needed to hear this again. It's, it's that awkward conversation. It's that uncomfortable conversation, but it's that relevant and it's that timely conversation. Man, you got honestly, honestly, Jimmy, you got to do it more because it, for, for instance, I've told the people in my class, like, I want to get them off of just sweating the tech. Like, we're willing to fix some things that you need, get you polished, but you got to get off the tech. You actually got to start doing it, right? Mm. We all got that friend that got that one Mustang in the garage. They done painted three times. They got the, <laughs> you know, the old Craigars on there because they're going old school. The leather is all tight. They enjoy it. Never seen outside the garage. Yeah. And it's like, your horses need to run, son. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's no good if you don't let it run. So I, I am glad that you did this. It gave me a chance to talk about things that, like you said, aren't tech related because the tech is nothing without this. True. And we just got, you just got to believe. And I'm telling you folks, I'm helping you every day. If you can find your purpose, everything else falls into place. You're no longer afraid of nothing because you know what your purpose is. I got to do this for them. Right. Miss D says it on her monitor. She has a note. Uh, what, are you doing it for, for them or something like that? She has a, a reminder. And I was telling India that last night, you know, you got to put your reminder that you're doing it for them. And I literally say these things out loud in the mirror every day. It's not a joke. It's not like something like you say at a Tony Robbins seminar or whatever. Mm, yeah. No, I say it in the mirror 
every single day I am a creator. I say in the mirror, I'm going to go solve somebody's problem today. I say in the mirror that I am here for my community. And if you ask me what success looked like, hey, fee hit the floor another day. That's that's exact. That's almost exactly how me and my co-host Martel Allen start Team No Sleep, right? You know, blessing to be, you know, six feet above ground, right? And and if you got another opportunity, go out there and get it done. No excuse. Oh, yeah, just twenty four hours. You missing your shot. <laughs> I'm a very my, my family doesn't like it when I make this statement. You right? There's twenty four hours a day. I'll, I'll sleep when I'm dead, right? And and I say that too. And you know, no no one likes it when I say that. But but again. You you got you've got to have kind of that mentality. You you you've got yeah. to be wired a certain way, and you, you don't have to be. You don't have to run off off of off of steam, and you don't have to necessarily burn the candle at both ends. But but know what you're doing. Be intentional about it. Have purpose about it. Be focused on what you're doing. I mean, all all of these words. I see what saying, you just did, boy. What? I see what you just did. Oh my god! Look, I've been doing this. Hey, I, been, I do these things, <laughs> bruh. I want to leave them hanging. Love I want to. I want to leave them with some more. Be good to yourself, folks. Y'all be good to yourselves. If you like this, man, please share it because Mister Mister Boyd doesn't come out too too many times and talk about other things. And and this was definitely a blessing. This was definitely a treat. So appreciate you, bro. That boy, be good to yourself, family. Y'all take care, and we talk later. Out. All of them.